0: When people talk about the greatest athletes of all time, usually, the list is something like Muhammad Ali, Babe Ruth, Wayne Gretzky, Michael Jordan, Serena Williams, and Pelé. What made Pelé so transcendent? What should we take from his legacy? Welcome to Soccer FC, Fandom and Culture. This is an exploration of soccer fandom and culture for new fans. Cause there's more to soccer than what happens on the field. I'm Wright Senioris, soccer aficionado and explorer. Pele was born Edson Aranches do Nascimento, so named after Thomas Edison. Legend has it that electricity had come to Pele's town just a few years prior. Thomas Edison didn't invent the light bulb, but he brought it to the masses. Like his namesake, Pelé didn't invent the joy of soccer, but he brought it to the masses. Unlike his namesake, Pelé himself was a light. He was incandescent. His love of the game and what it could do for people seemed to be the energy that powered his thousand-watt smile. That energy was enough to power him through a lot of hard fouls and injuries. He was injured for Brazil's first two group stage games in the 1958 World Cup, but the 17-year-old dazzled when he got onto the field for the rest of the tournament. He became the youngest man to score in a World Cup final, helping Brazil win its first World Cup. He was injured before the 1962 final, but Brazil won anyway. Some say if he hadn't been injured in the group stage of the 1966 Men's World Cup, perhaps Brazil would have won again. When Pelé and Brazil took to the pitch for Mexico 1970, he was not to be denied. His light couldn't be hidden under a bushel. The 1970 World Cup was pivotal in that it was the first World Cup broadcast in color, even though most people around the world still owned black and white TVs. Those that watched Brazil and Italy play in color in the final saw Brazil decked out in their now-famous sunny gold shirts and blue shorts. And those that watched saw Pelé open the scoring on their way to their third World Cup win. All these years later, he is still the only player to win three men's World Cups. Perhaps in that echelon, only Ali had the same kind of happy warrior spirit that Pelé had. As colored television rose to prominence, it seemed to be time just right for Pelé to bring a signature joy and a kilowatt smile to American soccer, like Ali did with prize fights that were appointment television. Pelé joined the North American Soccer League in 1975 and turned New York Cosmos games into rock concert-level pandemonium often with actual rock stars in attendance. There was something different about Pelé. He played with both endless joy and superlative skill, and he was fun to watch as a result. You know how people refer to soccer as the beautiful game? Pelé is credited with popularizing that. He scored more than a 1,000 goals in his career, Get a hat-trick in the 1958 World Cup semi-final. Imagine scoring a hat-trick as a 17-year-old to take your country to the World Cup final. I don't know what you were doing as a 17-year-old, but I was doing nothing that important. If you're reading this and are both 17 years old and leading your country to the World Cup final, please get in touch. I want to talk to you. He was the first soccer superstar. Barney Ronay, the chief sports writer at The Guardian, wrote that he was the first black global sports superstar. He was so popular, he interrupted a civil war in Nigeria during a summer barnstorming tour in 1967 with its Brazilian club Santos. He literally changed the game. And not that literally, that actually means figuratively. Literally, literally. He got hacked so many times at the 1966 World Cup that the yellow and red card system was implemented for the 1970 World Cup. Andy Warhol said that Pelé broke his rule. He would not have 15 minutes of fame, but 15 centuries of it. This is not to say that Pelé was perfect, regal as he was. He was an absentee father during his playing days. The star power couldn't shield his son, Edinho, from being convicted of drug trafficking and sentenced to prison. He fathered two children through extramarital affairs and never acknowledged one, Sandra Machado Nascimento. She sued him to prove he was her father and she won. He made soccer into art and taught the world that soccer should be a joyful thing. Earlier this year he tweeted, No matter how many goals you score, celebrate each one as if it were the first. Beyond the fun that this game should be, it was important for Pelé that soccer was a vehicle to make people's lives better. I think that's what we should take away from his legacy. Lilo Messi may be the greatest of all time, but Edson Aranche, do Nascimento is still the king. Long live the king. Pelé is gone, but his light remains in everyone who cares about the beautiful game. Descans in paz, sua majestade. Soccer FC fandom and culture, the Media Right production. Sources for this episode are in the show notes. Check out our website soccerfc.co for all Soccer FC content. Produced and edited by me, Wright Sinyares. B music is "Lucky Day" by the Meritocracy. Additional music by Mixkit. Many thanks to Alice Sinyares. You've been listening to Soccer FC, Fandom and Culture. Because there's more to soccer than what happens on the field. Thanks for tuning in. Acidendo Talimus.